What is up, y'all? I am your host, Eli Vasquez, and you are listening to the Self-Hype Podcast, where we dissect and discover all things personal development, deeper thinking, and ways to unapologetically love ourselves in the digital age. Hi, I'm Eli Vasquez, and this is the Self-Hype Podcast. I am doing a special episode. I am recording this live. So in case you're wondering, I am live on IG. So I'm gonna go through the episode and then at the end, I'm going to answer your questions live off the IG. So you get to be featured, we'd be better connected and just make it a little more interactive while we're stuck in our homes. This week's episode, how to appreciate the now and getting to know yourself while in quarantine. So as you all know, we are all under trying times, interesting times, where we're all trying to create the new normal, where we're all stuck at home, where with this time and opportunity, we have this space that has never happened before in the history of existence, that we can take advantage of the digital space, take advantage of social media, take advantage of the things at our disposal, and invest in ourselves. So if you're interested in doing that, I have an eight-week online program that you could personally work with me on a weekly basis where we figure out what is your voice, what is your vision, and how do you want to turn that into a thriving, authentic, consistent online entity to build growth, to build content, and to build business. So join us as we do group calls, exclusive masterclasses, where it's all about your personal development and also mental development, and of course, social media brand development. It's called the Personal Development Accelerator Program. You could DM me or click on the various links on my social media and jump on in. This week's episode, so I, I'm, I talked to my producers on The Rise Media, and I have the technology to create the episodes. My whole shtick with self-hype is, one, it's okay to not be okay. Two, it's okay to go there with deep thinking philosophy and personal development. And three, you could turn the digital space into whatever you want it. And that, now more than ever, is what I advocate, so I have to keep going and I have to keep making episodes. So we're gonna keep it going. And this, we're gonna talk about various different things, some related to quarantine, some related to COVID-19, but some, some just about life. Maybe we wanna get our minds off of, off of all this sometimes too. So we're going through various different topics and also personal findings that, that I'm realizing as well. But this week's episode, I really wanna talk about how to appreciate the now and how we can better get to know ourselves. Because that, yet it sounds so simple, I think we're realizing more than ever how difficult it really is. And of course, we're always gonna integrate it now with a digital take, how you can use this using social media to utilize these skills and to do this very thing. Now, it's one thing to appreciate the now, yeah, I could paint or do this or do that or like journal, that's fantastic. But how do we be very intentional with our time? How do we be very intentional with the space, this, this space that has never happened before in the history of time that as we know it? I'm sure 1918 flu influenza, but that was a very different world. Never have we lived in an existence with this type of technology and this type of dire stress of what a virus can do to the mass population. This is insane, and we, will, we probably won't see this again in another couple generations. So through that, all that fear of the unknown, it also leads to this 
almost wild west frontier of personal development and understanding of ourselves. Like we will forever be different. There is no normal now because we are all going to learn something from ourselves. We're all going to learn something from this experience that is deep and meaningful and real. And we will see the world in a different perspective, a perspective that generations after us will not see it as that. And before I dive into it, this episode's especially special because I'm currently going live on IG and I think I'm going to keep it going. We'll see how it goes. This is the first time, so it's going to be a little crazy, but it's currently going live. I want better ways to connect and experience with people. So I currently have my recorder, I have my my, uh, laptop, and I have my cell phone going live with people. And it's it's just, I want to show... Like with self-hype, at the end of the day, I always say this, it doesn't matter what color you are, where you come from, how much money you have, this thing in your pocket can open doors for you. Never in the history of life that we had this digital device, no matter where you come from, no matter where you are, as long as you have an interconnection, you could move mountains. And that's the kind of motivation and mindset that I really want to give to people. Because I grew up in a space where there were no options. And um, luckily... Um, and luckily I've been able to, you know, use the digital space to get me to where I want to be in life and continue to do so. Um, so I am going live. I'm con- I'm talking to people. And at the end of the episode, after I'm done talking about the topic of the episode, I'm going to answer, uh, people's questions, uh, based off the live. So it's gonna be live question feed. So everyone on the live, if you have questions, hit me with it and let's, let's dive in. So before I get into it, and I'm going to address everyone on the live too, so you're, it's not like I'm like not talking to anyone. So quick updates with me. I have a mustache now. And, you know, I'm really like, I don't care. It's so interesting that like nothing kind of matters right now. Like someone made a joke of like Trump is as, <laughs> is as helpful as my 2020 planner. And I think it's pretty hilarious. But it's like, I think there's there's excitement in that. And there's a fear of an undaunting idea of nothing mattering. But I think that forces you to really see yourself and to see things. But that's where I'm at. But before I dive into the episode, I will say this. It's a great time to be alive. But I will also follow right after I say that with that line in itself comes from a place of privilege where you could say that you have moments in life that you can sit with yourself, that you could get to know yourself with no distractions and question beyond survival why I'm here, how I can be better, and very much have these conversations. Where unfortunately there's a lot of people in the world right now and in this country that don't have that privilege. They're very much in survival mode. They don't have the privilege to kind of sit with what does this all mean for me? How can I reassess? How can I re-examine? They're very much just doing their best. So this is all privilege that we're talking about. Before we dive into this, this is all coming from a place of privilege. Like the, the craziness of what's going on right now is that there's so many narratives. There's so many stories, which is why other worldwide changing events in the world that happen. It's why those moments are so saturated with with a depth and emotion. Like World War II, there are so many narratives. And just like this, there are so many narratives. And there's people that are doing fine. 
They see it as a nice little break from work. And others, they have no idea if they have a bed to sleep in tomorrow. They have no idea how they're going to feed their kids tomorrow. And that is the various different degrees of what's going on right now. So before we dive into it, I want to say all this is very much coming from a place of privilege. And we need to check that and to realize that and to be appreciative of that, that we can have these conversations and we can go there with our mindset and we can do those things and, and, and do our best our can, do the best we can to support each other and to donate or give back or volunteer to the people that may have a harder time than us. So you know, even with the idea that it's, it's, it's a hard, it's, it's a, it's a great time to be alive because we get to really sit with ourselves. We get to really see where we want to go in life. We get to really see that society, the walls and systems and rules that are built are really just, got to be honest, bullshit. And that we could really kind of see what we want and how to, what do we want to become. It's, 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 there's a moment in, in life with all this that you sit and see, oh man, I, can't, I want it to go back to normal. So what is normal? Going to a job you don't really care about, being stuck in traffic, being distracted with sports, being distracted with clubs, parties, social events, dating. There's a certain point in life where you have to say that when the distractions are gone and you are sit with just yourself, how does that feel? How do you sit with that? And how comfortable are you with that? And I think those are the moments we need to kind of strive for and to find with ourselves. Where in the moments that we're very feverish, where naturally so, we're stuck at home. I mean, there are moments that we should be comfortable in the spaces that we're in. We have to think about when we're in like middle school. We're essentially living in a space where we're in middle school now. Where I remember when I'm growing up, I was just alone. I was in the basement. I was by myself. I was the oldest of like 20 little kids. And I was just this sad skateboarder kid who just listened to music and watched movies and stared at the ceiling and couldn't wait to like get out and like just... No one understood me and just like, I was just very much by myself. But I remember just like the beauty of thinking and the beauty of sitting with myself and the beauty of just kind of feeling my emotions and feeling how I'm feeling. And the beauty of just really just digesting the world and digesting myself and figuring out where I want to go with that. And I think it's something that we're kind of rediscovering. I think it's something that where we don't have those distractions of social life, of people that we shouldn't have in our lives, of, of things that may be entertaining but maybe not necessarily bringing us to where we need to go in life, where we need to get at life, where let's just cut away from the distractions and what do you have? And then sit with the fact of like, I can't wait to go back to normal. What is normal for you? What is life for you? Is that something that you really want to go back to? Is that something you're in love with? If it is, good on you. But if there's people out there that say, I don't even like that. It's a hard pill to swallow, which is why this moment in life is so important with the COVID-19 outbreak and us all sitting and the world just stopping. This is a moment for you just to sit and think, to sit and just experience with yourself your feelings and to really say, what do I want and what actions do I need to take on my pace to do that? I think that's really something to think about. And to know, because I know for me, there's a lot of things in my life that I'm like, I don't necessarily want to go back to that. That was a distraction. 
that was holding me back from what I really want to do. I don't want to sit in traffic for 45 minutes. I don't want to do those things. I want to travel. I want to live life. I want to experience people. I want to, I want to see the world. I want to do these things. It's this insane moment in the human experience that we get to just sit and think. And nothing else is moving around us. There's a silence there that is scary because it's so rare. But who are we not to experience that? Who are we not to dive into that? This once-in-a-lifetime thing. This once-in-a-lifetime sense of understanding. It just makes me go wild with imagination of just all those same people that get to just sit with themselves and to think. And to really see the world in a different way. In a way that they could imagine for themselves. That isn't binded to capitalism not binded to hey buy this do this don't do this just what is what, what life is just what is right now it's just is right now from what you can see right now the car dealerships can't sell you anything like hey buy this toyota or you suck they can't do that like like these things that bind us to have to try to present or try to look good. Like I have a mustache because I'm just chilling at home, not doing anything. It doesn't matter. Like it's, it's this freeing sense of just what if nothing mattered? What do you really want? And kind of look around you with like what kind of assess with yourself. What are my personal distractions? Assess with yourself, what are my internal distractions? Assess with yourself, what are the things that I wanted to do to show face, to show status, to show hierarchy? And was that something that was real to me? And if all of that didn't matter, what does it really come down to the person that I want to be and want to become? And to sit with that. So how do we appreciate the now? With so much chaos, with so much craziness, with so much going on, how do we possibly appreciate the now? It, it's chaos right now. It's, it, there's so many things that are going wrong. And if it's not family, if it's not yourself, it's society, it's the country, it's politicians. So how do we appreciate the now? And how do we say this is such an amazing time to be alive? The, the thing about me is like a quick little sidestep. A lot of people say, oh, Eli, you're so positive. Oh, Eli, you're so, uh, yeah, you're such a positive guy. Self-hype isn't positivity. Self-hype is saying, like, self-hype is saying it's okay to be okay. It's okay to not be perfect. It's allowing yourself to be whatever you really want to be. And personally with me, I find... This is why I love science so much and space and astrophysics so much is that I get emotional off of math equations that could give us answers. I get emotional off of reading photosynthesis, evolution, like how things are created and made. I, I get overwhelmed with truth of how rare it is to be alive. I don't need positivity or you know, we're, we're meant to be here kind of ideology. I, I see ourselves as human beings that just happen to be alive during this wild virus that was inevitably going to hit our, our society. So it, this is insanely rare. You got to think this is like this once in every thousand year sunset, this once in every thousand year full moon. 
and it's, it, but it's just a little harder to find the beauty in it. And it really comes down to the very essence of how rare it is and how rare you are of existing and how rare you are to be in the current place and time right now. So through that, all that ideology, it just makes me, it, and all that truth, really, it drives me crazy. Like, it makes me so excited to just experience and do things and to live life and to question and to be more and to do more. And so with all those things, and that's just me personally, I went on a little tangent there. The big thing is how do we appreciate the now? Think about all the times that this could have happened. So think about the last five years. Think about the last 10 years. Think about a year ago. What if this happened during then? What if this happened in your last relationship? What if this happened when you were stuck at home with that person? What if that was when you were broke in college? What was, think about these, all these other times that it could have happened. And think about all these insane experiences that we're currently having with the people that we love. I'm more connected with my family as a whole more than ever because we're on a group chat every single day. So yeah, think about the wild, beautiful experiences that we're having right now. Although you, mundane as it may be, going on for a walk just hits different. Driving to see the sunset just hits different. You know, FaceTiming your family and your siblings just hits different. It makes you appreciate more. And I think that is why it creates this new normal of a point of view, of a lens of a point of view that we'll have for the for our rest of our lives. It's this appreciative of what we have around us. And it's the appreci appreciation of not what we're missing out on, but what we have right now. But I think also you could think about the past. What are all these things that could happen? So this is where technology comes in. This is where social media comes in, where I want you all to use your social media to promote this sense, where go back in your timelines. Go back throughout your social media. Go back on your old cell phones. Go back in time. See where you were in life. See where like all those cringy captions, all those cringy photos, all those cringy exes, all those cringy, all those things. Would you be okay if all this happened right now? And if you were okay, great. But what have you learned since then? If you could go back in old social media, I know I can, and be roll my eyes and be like, oh my goodness. I know I'll be probably safe because I have family and this and that, but I'm so appreciative of what I know now. I'm so appreciative of the hardship and adversity I may have gone through to make me stronger for today. I'm so appreciative. And if it makes you feel uncomfortable, that's a good thing. If you could go back on your social media and look back and feel completely awkward and cringy, that is the best sign ever because it shows that you've grown from it. It shows that you've made necessary steps of self-awareness, of personal development that you could look back on your life and be like, I am not that person again. And I've learned all the lessons I need to learn from that. And that's what makes it appreciating the now so beautiful, that it makes you look at the data. It makes you look at where you were. It makes you look at this device to understand your past, to understand the situation and see how much you've grown and see how capable you are now. To use the data, those thoughts and experiences, and think of the relationship of how you've grown as a lover. Think of the relationship of how you've grown as a partner, as a sibling, uh, as a son. As a daughter, I know I've grown so much in all those areas of my life. So yes, I think back of who I was as a person. I think back of how much I've grown up and how I could best support the people that I love around me. Because I know I wouldn't be able to do that 
as efficiently and as maturely as I can do it now. And I'm very blessed to be in a position where I'm, I'm safe in a lot of regards, but I'm glad how capable I am. And I appreciate the adversity and the good times and hard times to make me be the person I am now uh, for the people that I love and for myself. So what I'm saying is like, use this device in your pocket that we all have as not as a machine of distraction, but a machine of intention a machine to look deeper, to of deeper understanding, to get factual evidence through the photos and the and the and the Twitter, the tweets and the quotes and the tags. Like you have all this data of how capable you are now. You have all this data of your personal growth. You have all this data of how fantastic you are to deal with this moment that's currently happening. That's what I'm saying. Use this device of intention and of truth and find the inspiration of that. And celebrate, I think, is great too. I look back and I'm like, look what I did. I did that. When I feel sense of like insecurity, when I feel sense of like, oh man, I can't, man, I don't know if I'm going to do this. Like, look how far I've gone. And sometimes it's something as just a flick of the timeline down to realize that. So we have the data. What do we do with it? Let's take it to the next level of intention. Write down what you appreciate. Write down your strengths. Write down what you're grateful for. We want to be intentional. We know how great we are. We saw the data. We got super cringy. Write down what you appreciate with yourself. Write down your strengths. Get a pen and piece of paper. I, I do this on my personal development course. I, tell, I make everyone make a fuck it list. There's a bucket list. I call it a fuck it list. And this is a list of just saying fuck it. Just put whatever you want. It do, like now more than ever, it doesn't matter. Like get all the noise, all the insecurity, all the people's opinions of you, all the fear of failure out of your head for this one moment. Create a list that just says, fuck it. It's what you want, what you want to be, what you want to become, what you want to do, actions, steps, relationships, all that on this list. Fuck it. And see it on paper. See it on paper. Intentional, intentional, intentional. See it on paper. See all that. That's truth. That's realness. That's something you can always come back to. Because the minute you put your thoughts and the work in your mind on paper, that unleashes it into the world and makes it super intentional. That, uh, that is like hyperdrives and makes it a reality. So you've done the work, you've done the processing. And what we're doing is we're not creating this, this trauma armor with ourselves where I'm saying like, we can get through hard times, but we do it with through the trauma we dealt with. That's like negativity. We want to feel. We want to appreciate who we are. We want to celebrate what we became, not fall to not dealing with our problems and just kind of creating walls and barriers up. So you have all this, all this here. What I'm saying is appreciate the now and where we have this beautiful time, this beautiful time in our life through privilege to sit down and figure out who we are, figure out what we want to be at this extremely rare moment in history of us as human beings. And what are we going to do with that? And the thing is, we have the time to work on it. We have the time to feel confident. We may have all these thoughts. We may have created our fuck list. We may have like, yeah, I'm dope. I'm this. But now I'm scared. 
This is very different. I'm really stepping out of, uh, uh, out of my comfort level here. The beauty of you being home is that you could take baby steps to do that. You could take baby steps to do that. And take those small pieces of action before you can throw yourself out there. Really take those big steps. You have the time now. And that's a beautiful thing. The rarity of being alive, the privilege to question who we really want to become and what that new normal is through this new point of view lens of the world where life will never be the same. And I think it's going to be a good thing. And I think it's going to change our lives forever. And I think now and being present is, it's, it hits different and it's something special. And I hope you all take advantage. I hope you all take action. And I hope you all get, be kind to yourselves through this. Be kind, validate, love, keep growing while you love your current state, while you love your current self. Okay, so we are going to dive into questions here. And thank you for the people that stayed. I think I have like 18 people on the live. I don't know what questions I got. But now I will give you all attention. This is the portion that we're gonna be doing now. It's gonna be live Q&A. So I'm gonna be answering some questions. Uh, we're our worst critic, T-Figgy, so real. I talked about that in my, old, in my other podcast episodes. So, okay. What do you think about the culture of being thankful, even for the bad stuff? Be mad is okay, too. So, I'm assuming a negative emotion. So, I always say that if it's okay to not be okay, it's okay to feel, uh, especially for men where we don't like doing that sort of thing. And we hold it in, and it, and it ends up shooting out in very negative toxic ways and I and I see that as people as a whole I think we need to address our negative feelings I think we need to go through the process I think we need to be compassionate with ourselves and I think negative emotion is beautiful and I think it's fantastic and I think it's, it's you have some of the most creative people in the world that are some of the most saddest and I'm not saying we all have to be sad to be creative I'm just saying that there there is beauty in negative emotion there's beauty in sadness I mean when I get heartbroken, it is the worst feeling in the world, but it's such a beautiful one too because it's just such a shocking reminder that I'm alive. So I am thankful for the bad stuff too. I think there's a reason as human beings we feel it, and I think by not feeling it is not truly living the full human experience. Did you cut your hair? Eilina O2. Eilina O2. I didn't cut my hair. Quite the opposite. I'm letting this grow out. I am getting uh, my hair. I just took a shower, so my hair is actually pretty short right now. It could get pretty big. Uh, but I, my, my, one of my heroes, uh, creative heroes, is Richard Oyade. And I never, I was always too scared to grow my hair out. I, I think I grew up with my family always making fun of me for being nappy. Nappy hair, this and that, like, we always, like, dragged me every time my curls popped out. So, like, I kind of grew up with this negative stigma of my curls. And it really took the last five years to me to really, like, kind of own up and love my hair and love me as a whole. So, uh, now is a beautiful time considering my barber is in Miami, quarantined, self-quarantined, um, and 
so I finally get the opportunity to grow it out, and I think it really relates. It it it, it, it really works for the time and kind of mindset I'm in because I really just want to express myself very unapologetically. So I'm doing that with my curls. It's Bruno Mars vibes, Darlene Cruz, thanks. Please talk more about journaling. Please talk more about journaling. Uh, journaling, yeah, so journaling is super important. Journal, journal, there's a lot of ways you can do it. So many people do it in their own ways. So what I do is, and this is what I instill on the uh, when I coach people, I have a morning ritual, and I, that's the first thing I tell people to do, like create a morning ritual, create a night ritual. Morning ritual, uh, make it your own, but what I do is I journal every morning. And what I do is I express myself naturally, like I'm a talker, as people can imagine. So when those emotions could unapologetically flood onto a piece of paper, it, 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 it releases me, it, it frees up space in my mind. It, it's like Mary, Mary condoing my brain when I journal. So, and it's just me expressing how I'm currently feeling. And it naturally just comes out. Um, you just have to start writing. And, uh, but also what I intentionally do, if there's something I want to accomplish, if there's a long-term goal that I have, I write it down every single day. If I want $10,000 in my bank account, I say, I am going to have $10,000 in my bank account in six months. I'm going to have $10,000. I write it. I write it in a journal, and if it's something I really want, I write it in a piece of paper and I put it in my wallet, and I look at it periodically. Um, and also, there's also something else I like writing in my journal before I start my day. I write what I want to be for others, uh, what I want to feel from others, and what is that? What uh, I want to say? I want to feel. So what I so it's what I want to internally feel for myself what I want others, what I want to feel from others, and what I want to give to others. So uh, I'll say I want to, so I'll say I want to feel respected. I want to feel appreciated. I want to give support and love. And I, yeah, I want to, I want to feel that. I want to receive that. And yeah, I just want to be, I want to be happy. So those are like the feelings that, intentional feelings, the list that I make on my journal. Okay. So you mentioned having morning and night rituals. What are your daily rituals like? What is your daily ritual? Uh, so my daily ritual really depends on what I'm working on. Oh my God, this mustache makes you look so much older. So, um... So I really write down my whole day. I have proactive time and I have reactive time. So my pro, it's a little harder because I have a full-time job uh, for better like. But what I try to do is I try to just look at my emails twice. And, uh, and then I have my social media time, which I try my best to stick with. But um, I try to knock out at least three things a day, three big things a day. And I dictate by... Okay, these are the things I ha that I want to do today. What are the th three things that they say your mind is capable of knocking out three to four things in a day? What are the three to four things that I want to get done by the end of the day that I'll feel satisfied? And that is what I kind of highlight. Those are the ones that I attack first thing in the morning. Because our minds are most uh, creative and active uh, in the morning up into the afternoon. So that's generally kind of the... The, the, the way it's, it's built with that. And that is from Glizzly23. I'm going to answer just a couple more questions. 
So this is a good one. Uh, the Martin Mar. If you ever feel unmotivated, if you ever, if you ever feel unmotivated to do El Chompis from Chicago, what's good with it? Shy City, what's what? The, okay, if you ever feel unmotivated to do something, how do you get yourself back up? How do I get myself back up? I let myself lay down. I let myself rest. If it's enough for me to get knocked down, I let myself rest. I let myself lay on the ground. I let myself kind of feel my body, where it hurts. Where is it coming from and why is it coming from? Address it. Feel it. Purge those negative emotions. Eat some ice cream. Sit on my ass all day. Play some video games. And then know that by inaction, it brews a more negative feeling than taking action. Because I know taking action is, is going to make me feel going to make me feel accomplished. Where not taking action for a long period of time is going to make me get fidgety and agitated. So usually if it's something unmotivated that you want to do but you don't feel like doing, it's usually there's this emotional wall there. You know, there's importance to it. You know, the, you see it as a mountain to climb or a weight or a big chore to do. So naturally you want to do something that's easy. Naturally you want to procrastinate and distract ourselves. But in reality, what you need to do is provide yourself with very short deadlines. So what you need to do is only give yourself one hour a day to do it. If it's something you got to do, you only have an hour. Think about when you had a big test and it was due in three months and you waited to the last night. You got it done and you passed. So you have to give yourself that same crunch time. So if it's something you don't want to do, you only have an hour. Give yourself an hour. Turn off your cell phone. Turn off the TV. Turn off everything and sit there and put a timer of 60 minutes. You only have one hour. And if you don't get it done, you have to do it. You have to wait till the next day and you only give yourself one hour. You, you just need to set the momentum up and you'll find yourself working even past that hour. Because if it's something that it's egging you, it's something that's substantial. And once you get it going, you will create the momentum to get it done either that, in that one session or eventually. But either way, you're getting things done. <laughs> Darlene Crew, do you remember the first movie that made you cry? Uh, yeah, I was like in fifth grade and I saw uh, Moulin Rouge. Oh my God, that movie's beautiful. Alma, can I roast you later or will that hurt your feelings? Uh, that'll hurt my feelings. Don't roast me. Jesus, Just trying to do a podcast, trying to hustle out here during a global pandemic. What do you do to lift your spirits? Uh, that's a very general question I think is part of the individual, but I play video games. I eat Chinese food and I drink wine. Uh, those are the things I love. Um, I work out. I go for runs, listen to music. Um, and I, I hang out with people that I enjoy. I listen to indie music and stay up too late and write. Um, there's a lot of different things. It's really up to you, but there's kind of times where you, I'm not saying go turn up every time, I think there's a moment and a place, but if you if you really want to substantially healthy way to lift yourself up, you need to. It's the three three things. It's very simple: eat clean, exercise, and I would say meditate. Meditate or journal. Do those three things at least in the next seventy two hours, and you'll feel better. And I will end on this question here. 
it's Brooklynson. What motivates you to get out of bed every day? So that is a very great question. Um, Brooklynson, I wonder if you're from Brooklyn. Um, what motivates me to get out of bed every day? So when I think that the equation of our existence, which they did the mathematical equation, which it is 10 by the two, what is, I'm gonna get this wrong. 10 by the two trillion, 600 billionth, million thousandth. Think of 10 times all these zeros. That is how rare it is for you to exist. And then I think about how rare it is for humans to exist in itself, which is astronomically rare. Then I think about how rare it is for human life. Again, this is why I love space and time, astrophysics, all that. There's so much beauty and behind science and inspiration that, and I think about how rare it is to live in a world of existence that I get to be a human being, that I get to exist and wake up and breathe and to think freely and actively and that I get to do whatever I want, essentially. I don't have to do anything. I get to do any, everything. And I realize the rarity of that. And I realize that I live in a world that the sun is perfectly adjusted and the moon is perfectly adjusted and the oxygen and carbon and atoms are built within me that is a part of every living human species and a part of every freaking planet and star that encompasses every galaxy throughout the entire cosmos. That is what I think about. And I know that is deep and I know you may roll your eyes about that, but that is truth and that is real. We can, our biggest problem with ourselves is ourselves and we question ourselves and we doubt ourselves and, 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 but through these factual evidence of the rarity of our existence is what is truth and what is just shuts down the denying voice in your mind that I am alive and it is rare. So what do I do with that? So I thank you all for listening. If you are interested in continuing the hype, we have a free Facebook group called Motivation Building for Entrepreneurs, where you get daily motivational guides, workshops, masterclasses, interviews, everything else in that space. Massive value with a great community of people all willing to help each other. If you want to take it to the next level, I have an eight-week personal coaching program called Personal Development Accelerator Program, which is all things about how to 10x your productivity, 10x your social media growth, and 10x your personal development. So if you're interested, check out the links below and follow me on all things at It's Eli Vasquez. This podcast has been brought to you by On The Rise Media. To learn more about our podcast production company, follow underscore On The Rise Media on Instagram.